0: We're back. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. I'm Troy Harmon. I'm here today with Zach Alexander. Hello, hey Zach and uh, (laughs) Melanie Wells. Hey Troy. Other than that, Kelly Lynn, I'll turn this over to you. What are we going to talk about next?
1: We're actually talking about RMDs this time, which you'd think usually we're all harping about like RMDs, like at the end of the year. Yeah, make sure you take them. Make sure you take them turns out that uh your custodians actually send you uh, a notice by january 31st that says hey by the way you got to take an rmd this year mm-hmm. is Those that just right? is right. a good
0: reminder or is that regulatory it, they do that on
1: purpose i i that i don't know that would be maybe a
0: little column yeah, a, a little bit sure. of column yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: well okay it so here's this regulatory yeah by probably. yeah so here's our situation linda um was slightly off in her rmd calculation last year her accountant found it this year while doing her taxes. Thankfully, the error did not result in a large penalty. It was like around two hundred dollars, like mm, so. It was not yeah. like yeah. oh, several millions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: She's got a whole lot in her eye right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: no,
0: She looked at. Right. This was
1: only the penalty. She, she right. looked out. Yeah we don't know so, I'd like to have
0: an IRA like that yeah, yeah. And
1: it's, <laughs> it's what 50 percent of what's not taken correct like, so she probably underestimated by let's say Calculated 400 wrong. Right. you know right. yeah. okay not the worst mistake in the world but still kind of painful yeah. um because she still has to take the 400 out mm-hmm. yes yes and then hand over and hand over it, it. Yep. it. Yep. right Yikes. that's that, yep. that's where it stings um Anyhow, right now, you know, obviously he is now saying, you know, let's set you up with, you know, taking RMDs throughout the year, you know, let's go ahead and go get this kind Mm -hmm. of going. Um, But we've also got about, you know, six, six or seven important things to know about RMDs and taking them. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot
2: to know about RMDs. I feel like we could go on and on we, about we, the RMDs. They could have their could. own show.
0: Okay. Before we get too uh-huh. deep into it, RMD is required minimum, required minimum
2: distribution. Minimum yes. distribution. Yes. Right, well, it's, exactly.
0: It's the, 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 the uh, withdrawal you must make annually from your uh, retirement account that was given you, or at least you saved it yes. Uh, yes. prior to tax. So the reason the government does you this way is because they want income tax on that money and they they uh, try to take it over time right Mm -hmm. and it's required
2: exactly once you turn 72 you're required to take a distribution it used to be 70 and a half but it changed exactly in the last couple of years now it's 72 so we still get questions on that all the time um, but yeah, so by actually it's by April 1st of the year after you turn 72. So really, you know, you have a couple extra months in some cases to take it. But, you and, still but that's have only to take- the first year. But then you would have to take two to distributions take two. that year. Oh, right. That year, yeah, exactly.
0: Right.
2: Off. Yeah, so it's, sometimes it makes sense. Like, if you're going to retire in the year that you turn uh, 72, okay. you mm-hmm. know, and may not want to take that distribution, you could push it to the next year. Um, but yeah, I mean, it all depends on how much the distribution is, because you may not want to double up the following year, um, in which case, you know, you would have to, or you would have this 50% penalty. Right, right. But, yeah, I think most custodians um, probably on your January statement, they'll tell you the amount of the required distribution because it is calculated off of the December 31st balance. So, I imagine by then, you know, everything would have settled between dividends and, you know, things that Mm -hmm. may or may not change at year end for your statements. That by January 31st, they have that all ironed out and you can figure out the amount that you're going to have to take out for that year.
0: And we've been talking about required minimum distributions better known as rmds to those of us who deal with this stuff Mm -hmm. um and uh we we still got a whole lot to talk about kelly lynn yes there anything you want to add to what i've already teed up
1: yeah well like we mentioned um most custodians let everyone who is you know 72 and older know as of january 31st how much they need to take out this year um when you know mm-hmm. on their statements it says you know we you've got an rmd that's due this year this is how much now um we have a we actually had a question on you know on that statement when it does tell you your rmd is that that's not necess- that's just that account correct correct, correct. Right. right and how do we take how do you calculate amongst several accounts if you have Yeah, so
2: many people have multiple IRAs for whatever reason, or if you have an employer plan still, like a 401k, Mm -hmm. um, a defined benefit plan of any type, um, you have to take a distribution essentially from each account. But depending on the account type, you can either take them all from one. So if it's all IRA accounts, you could take each distribution from each individual account if you wanted to, mm-hmm. um, or you could take it all from one account. So if you have two different IRAs, you have to take a distribution from both, um, calculated the amount, but you could take it all out of one or the other. Okay. But if you had a 401k, so let's say you retired last year, you just haven't rolled out the 401k for whatever reason, that money still has to be taken separately. So if you have a 401k and an IRA, those can't be commingled. You can't take it all from the IRA or the 401k. They have to come out separate. But you can roll your 401k once you retire into your IRA. Yes, absolutely. And we generally recommend doing that anyways um, for multiple reasons. But... Um, Yes, you would roll your 401k into your IRA and then you could take the distribution. However, when you do that rollover, um, they will make you take that distribution out before it is rolled into the IRA. So any required distribution amount is not eligible for a rollover of any type. Yeah.
0: So take it first. Yes, take it first. Most
2: custodians will make you do that. You don't have an option. Um, If they don't do that, then you need to make sure to do it because there is that 50% penalty.
0: So just to clarify, though, if you're not 72, this doesn't apply, right? So you're not taking distributions. If you're younger than 72, then you can put them together, and then you just have one to deal with. Right,
1: Right, Right. absolutely. And does that also work with, like, saying transferring, like custodians, changing custodians, or...?
2: Usually transfers are okay, and they don't make you take a distribution for a transfer. Sometimes they may, depending on the transfer type. Again, if it's going from, like, an employer plan, they'll Mm -hmm. probably take that distribution out. But if you, you know, have two IRAs at the same custodian, usually they'll just transfer those funds, no problem, Um, and you don't have to do anything with the RMD but um, it's definitely something to watch out for. Especially if
0: you have any ownership in the company that you're working with. Right. So if you, that
2: is an exception. So if you have a 401k and you are 72 and you have to, or older and you have to take that mandatory distribution from the IRA um, If you're still working, you don't have to take the distribution out of the 401k. So that's sort of a caveat to this, unless you are a 5% owner of the company. Um, in that case, you do still have to take
1: the distribution out annually. Now, I said saw something about um, family attribution. So like if the wife owns the company and the husband also works for the company, mm-hmm. he is also considered an owner and is subject to those rules, too. Correct. Yeah. Right. So it looks at your other
2: family members. If you that's, are, that's right, kind crazy. Of I would never think
1: that like, well, right. I'm not a 5% owner. Exactly. Right.
2: Yeah. So that plays into it. If you, you know, work with your family, children, spouse, whatever it may be, um, that counts <laughs> to be a 5% owner. So to make sure that you're taking that distribution, if, if that's the case.
1: It's amazing. Speaking of family, influencing your distributions, death and divorce.
0: Yeah, I knew she'd get it. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know, right? Eventually come back around it. You know, it happens. Uh, but how does that affect? It does happen.
2: Um, and so I think where this is important is calculating the amount. Um, for one. So, you know, in in the event of a death, if it's a spouse, you essentially transfer their IRA into your own. If you want to, you have a few options. Um, But making sure that there, there wouldn't be an RMD, I guess, in that case, if you're taking it as your own. And if you're younger than 72, if you are 72, you have to take it, but it's based on your lifetime. Um, Your factor would apply to that Mm. and not. Your spouses um in the event of a death if you haven't taken the person who passed away's distribution before they died that still has to come out in that year though so it doesn't just go away um it still has to be taken so that's important to keep in mind there um you
0: also mentioned factor too uh, right which there's actually been a recent change in the factor that's used uh, the tables that are provided to you by the IRS. So that's something to take into consideration. If the factors change, the RMD mm-hmm. amount is going
3: to change. Oh,
2: wow. Yes, yeah, so this year there was a, a, essentially just a factor reset for the, the IRS tables that came out. Um, it generally is working in your benefit, though. The, I was going to say, because yeah. people are living
1: longer, exactly. so they're letting you the reason, take it. Right. It's stretching out a little amounts. bit longer. Right. right. That's nice. The amounts that's are a little bit smaller. Right. right. But you can always take out more than yeah. your mm-hmm. RMD. You can definitely take out more. There's yeah. no limitation <laughs> right. to the no. amount to take out. No, the government said. is like, no, just give me all the <laughs> tax,
2: exactly. give me all right. the tax well, you're taxed on
0: that as income. Yes, right. right. And now.
2: that's the benefit of it is if somebody's in the situation where they don't need to spend the money from their distribution but they still are required to take it out, um, it's nice that they can take out a little bit less this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so you still have to pay tax on that money, regardless of if you want to spend it or not.
0: yeah, just a lesser amount just right. a lesser
2: amount right, mm-hmm. right.
0: Uh, now the factors and you had talked about having two separate accounts and, and how it might be a little more complex, but the factor's going to apply to each, and you just basically take the previous year end value and multiply it by that factor, and that's right. the amount that you must remove as your required minimum distribution, Exactly. Yeah, okay. We just have to be applied to two different buckets of of assets. And that's
2: a big question we get all the time is, well, how do you know what the amount is to take out? And it's just that December 31st value of the previous year, and then you apply the appropriate factor, and then that's the amount.
0: Right. And it's it's based at least on your life expectancy to some degree, right? Yes, Yes.
2: generally speaking. So there's, you know, multiple... Different tables, though, is where it gets a little bit tricky. So if you have a spouse that's more than 10 years younger than you, you use a different table um, if they're your beneficiary than most, I would say, people use. Um, And then also, I'm trying to think if there's another scenario. I guess there's a different table if you have an inherited IRA. Right,
0: that's what And the mm-hmm. age difference with that, with the new rules of the 10-year rule surrounding inherited IRAs. Right. Uh, there's some factors that play into that as well. Yeah, so it sounds like it can get complicated, it and can. it does, Yes. you guys can reach out to us. The phone number is 770-429-9166. You can call us, Hensler Financial. You can ask for Melanie Wells or Zach Alexander. Either one of them can uh, help you out with any questions that you might have on your required minimum distribution from your IRA or your 401K.
1: That's right. Excellent. That's right.
0: Kelly Lynn, what yes. else we got going
1: on? Coming up next, we've got plenty of listener questions that we're going to tackle. Uh, one about inflation-protected um, funds. Uh, he's using some funds or ETFs. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that. And I had I've a gotten, question about
0: those last week, and uh, inflation
1: is big stuff, It's, right? it's yeah. Well, yeah, we, ha- we talked about I-bonds last week, too. Yeah. So. Right. Um, but we also have another question on, um, transferring a 401k. So we will get to that when we come back. You're listening to money talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life.